Hello, listener. What you're about to hear is a What Are We Do Show patron unlock. This is material which our Patreon supporters have early access to. If you'd like to experience these episodes when they're at their freshest, become a What Are We Do Show patron today at patreon.com slash W-A-R-U-I-D-E-S-H-O-U. What's up, doglet detectives? Welcome, <laughs> ladies, gentlemen, and NBs, one and all, to Second Stream. It's Watery Desho's series, uh, where we're covering, this time around, Kabukicho a Sherlock by patron request. And it's me, the subtle doctor, and the hardest working man in pod business, Shadon. Hey, everyone. How's it all going? We're uh, traveling through the... The mean streets and <laughs> seedy underbelly. <laughs> our fair Shinjuku ward, Kabukicho. As, as, as presented in the show proper. <laughs> and indeed. Okay, to be, indeed. I'll, be, I'll be fair, I'll be fair. The criminal elements has been more pro- like developed over the past two yes. episodes. So that's good, I guess. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But basically Las Vegas, Japan is... Uh, is what I always think of when I see the big elephant. Oh, so black, so Blackpool signs. in Japan then? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's awful. Where's the pleasure? Where's Blackpool pleasure? Be? Don't oh don't don't. One talk. of the great one of the great moments in podcast history when you talked about Blackpool pleasure beach. It, it's less seedy than it sounds, surprisingly enough. Although. <laughs> uh, Mm. I'm going to be banned from it going back to that city with all I've ever talked about it because it's got <laughs> genuine problems. Uh, so I'm not going to rag on it too much. But anyway, <clears throat> yeah, let's let's get to Kabuki Show Show Episode 6. Um, What's the name of this episode? Uh, Kobayashi uh, stands up for <laughs> Does a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, I'm going to check Hulu really quickly. If that's not an indicator, by the I way, folks, about about the problem we might be facing with the show, then believe me, I will elaborate on it a bit. Although I will say up front that we are actually now two for six, 33%, if you will, on good Sherlock episodes. But note that I said good Sherlock episodes, not good episodes per se, Oof. which will be a point that I will come to in a moment. E, um, Sherlock the... No, wait. Kobayashi the man giving it his all. Yeah, that's the name of the episode. That's certainly true. I just wish the writers were doing that as well. <laughs> oh no. Shots fired. 
but, shots are fired. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, right? Okay, so if you're not familiar, by the way, folks, this is our second stream format. So there is no plot summary or plot recap except where it's appropriate and where it's relevant to us covering uh, certain talking points that we'll have about the episode, like providing context. So we're going to assume that you've seen it, assuming that you're one of the other five people on the planet, apart from myself and Doc, who are actually still <laughs> watching the show. Um, we'll, we will find out, I'm sure. Uh, anyway, talking points. Do you want to start first, this one, Doc, or shall I? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can start, uh, I have a pretty short list of things, to be truthful. Um, this episode, like we were saying, not a whole lot happened. I just wanted to look up, by the way, while we were talking, you know, you mentioned five people on the planet, uh, still watching this. So I went to anichart.net mm -hmm. to look at the satisfaction ratings. Oh, damn. Uh, so they... They have like, uh, they list all the shows by season, and then there's like a little rating. Like, uh, Stars Align, for instance, there's a 74% satisfaction rating. Mm -hmm. Um, Chihaya Fudu 3 has an 80%, as you'd expect. Uh, fans that have stuck with that show for this long are gonna be into it. Um, I'm trying to think of like a good comparable. Okay, so something called like Val X Love. I don't know if you pronounce the X. Uh, you are oh, oh come on you know it's a cross get it right we've had this Sorry, argument Val. we've we've had this argument over hunter cross hunter thousands no, of it's times hunter hunter it's not cross bullshit bullshit <laughs> if you listen they say the name of the show in the show and it's just hunter hunter well they're wrong they are, <laughs> they are wrong, wrong they are the, they are the flat earthers of anime i tell you that <laughs> fuck uh Fucking really. Ooh. Anyway, right. Never mind. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Season 2 has a 65%. Well, okay. the 35% well, who didn't like it were the people who didn't win their gacha rolls that week. So there you go. I know. It's true. Babylon has a 72. Ugh. <laughs> okay. It's, it's on the higher end. Don't, don't talk to me about that fucking show. Oh, my God. Um, so No Guns Life has a 66 that seems like pretty accurate. That seems pretty on point. And then we go, go to go to Sherlock has a fifty nine percent, and uh, it's so low that the the icon is a frowny face. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on what grading curve you're going with, because it's like you know with video games on Metacritic, if you grade it lower than eighty five, it's just garbage. That's right. it's absolute that's right. garbage. Yes, and if you think I'm kidding, oh. that's what cost Obsidian like you know a bonus they were promised when they released Fallout New Vegas because they got an 84 pedantic fuckers that the publishers Bethesda were <laughs> bunch of wankers. dude. I was listening to um somebody talk about uh the Joker movie. Oh boy, and they were just like, oh man, I didn't like it. Yeah, it wasn't for me. I, I was not into it all. Seven out of ten. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> What? There's a whole subgenre of Steam reviews where they do stuff like that, where they have like a hundred hours on record playing a game, and they say, "Nope, hated it." Um, anyway, anyway, we really need to get back on track here. Okay. I know, I know okay. that I know Talking this is going to be Sorry. tricky, but we, we've got to uh, get on with this. Yeah. So at the beginning of the episode um, was there was like a fun moment with Kobayashi, who he he woke up with all these things drawn on him. He was having a dream, I guess, about his old his old uh, Yakuza life. And he woke up in a pile of garbage because he drank too much and he had all this stuff drawn all Been over there. him. Yeah, uh, who hasn't, right? I mean, who among us hasn't? 
had like the Dreamcast symbol drawn on our forehead when we wake up. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's really trash. that's really when you know you're obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so he's like walking down the street in nothing but boxers, flanked by all these children. Yeah, uh, it's a really fun moment <laughs> this... uh, when he first encounters Sugimoto there. Yeah, uh, uh, Sugimoto, super weirdo guy. <laughs> can I just can I just add this entire episode to me felt like. Imagine if you're Hiriko Araki, who of course does JoJo's, and imagine that you are furiously scribbling away design concepts for characters for JoJo's Part 5, Golden Wind, uh, and uh-huh. you decide, right, I don't want this one, I don't want this one either. And then you decide you're going to throw them in the recycling bin. And then imagine that you're the character designer for Kabukicho Sherlock, and you're going through said recycling bin, and you're like, Yes! I've got the characters I need for this episode! Because I would totally buy that both Sugimoto and his brother who looks like a giant pimple. Oh or like he's got like gigantism from drinking that tonic from the Simpsons oh. that affects the baseball player. Like I would totally buy that they're Jojo rejects. Like, you know, the first versions of Pesci and whatever the other gentleman was. <laughs> the one who looks like a giant turnip or possibly an executor if you're a Pokemon <laughs> fan. Uh, God. Executor. He really does. He oh really does. Um, so yeah. Man, those fucking characters. So like... Uh, that's funny. Um, what I thought about Sugimoto was definitely like, okay, whoever the like was in the writer's room uh, or or at the director's chair for this episode, it's a very this this character felt like an inside joke. You know what I mean? It felt like, oh, Bill, what if we put Bill in Sherlock? Is it <laughs> wouldn't it be hilarious? You know what I mean? Like we know a guy just like this. Wouldn't he be funny as a as a Yakuza and felt like they did that because I don't know. It was very specific. It was like guy who pops a lot of Ramune, very sugary candy, mm-hmm. uh, goes through like weird kind of spells where he is like chopping at the sun, uh, and engages in some really horrible, like rap all of a sudden, which should have been really funny, but really didn't hit me as very funny at all. Mm. Yeah. And uh, this, again, to me, felt like a, we're going to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks in the for the sake of being kooky. Yeah. And, yeah, okay, that's fine and all, but, you know, you might want to also have an actual story going on here. Yeah, at uh, least they weren't punching down with the oh, throwing yeah, crap it, against the wall this time. Indeed, uh, no Mrs. Hudson in this episode whatsoever, as a matter of fact. Nope. Uh, nor Mary, nor Lucy, in fact, nor half the other detectives... <laughs> which I don't know what that says about the show where, you know, the characters just are only relevant every now and again. But anyway, I'll... right. Okay. So what do I want to get into? What do I want to get into? This is going to be one of those folks where I'm just going to say up front, like I like this episode on my first viewing and on the second time. Eh, I, I, eh, eh. But here's the thing, right? This is one of those rare instances, or maybe not so rare, where you can look at an episode of a show and you can rate it two times over. You can rate it as a contribution to the wider show's worth, if it's like, you know, got a serial storyline, which Sherlock does, despite its insistence that it doesn't, you know. Because, I mean, you do, I'm sorry, you don't introduce Jack the Ripper and also uh, Watson's, you know, tracking device conspiracy nonsense and Moriarty's, uh-huh. like, you know... Uh, Maybe possibly actually alive slash existing slash real slash not hallucination sister. Um, you know, you don't introduce all those three things, get a quarter of the way through and develop. Well, let's see here. None of them. 
at all. Like, be- we barely got even the footnotes of any of these, so thanks for that. Um, so, okay, there's that, and then you can just raise it so. So, I like the episode in a vacuum. It's a nice little look at a character. It's not anything exceptional or super detailed. Like I said, with Lucy's episode, it's been done better elsewhere. It isn't as good as Lucy's episode either. No, no. But, hey, it's something. It's still above average. It's still acceptable. It's just slightly above satisfactory. That's fine. That's good even. But as a contribution to the show proper, I could probably have skipped this without consequence. And that's the thing, right? When you're doing a show that is, that or that has rather a serial storyline, like, you know, an ongoing plot, or plots even, and you can skip an episode outright where, well, okay, maybe that's a bit too broad of a stroke, because there can be, like, you know, standalone episodes in certain shows. I think you and I have discussed this with things like Ghost in the Shell. But they still, you know, contribute to an ongoing cast of characters that remain relevant after the fact. What has Kobe actually done before this? Nothing really. What has he done after this? I don't know, but... I, we don't know. But, yeah. like, I, I don't see how it's, like, a big deal. Like, learning all this backstory right. about him. That's the problem. And, funnily I enough, know. this will now lead into our patron question for this. Um, because it's relevant to what I'm about to talk about, so we may as well cover this. Uh, this one's from okay. Blinkarji, and Blinkarji says the following... What do you think about the character-driven stories with sprinklings of overarching story that we've been seeing with this episode in the last? Uh, he adds also, personally, I'm li- really liking them and feel it could easily open up room for more complex, interesting cases in the same style as earlier episodes. Here's my problem. And I'm going to bring up our favourite, you know, bastard child uh, anime show again, Darling in the Franks, the one I compared last time. Because you might recall, Doc, when we covered that show... After episode six, and then a little further along after they got the prerequisite, you know, uh, fucking beach episode out of the way, and then all the (laughs) shit with the fucking showers and, like, you know, segregating the dorms and all that crap that, you know, they started having individual character-focused episodes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That's not a bad thing in itself. And I will credit Frank's this. For all that ultimately it came to naught, those individual character episodes did give us more insight into the wider world they, you know, helps flesh out a little bit more. I don't get what this episode adds to our overall understanding of the world of Sherlock. I mean, yeah, we've got the Bob Boss back again. That doesn't change much. Like, what what do we gain from this as, as far as building on our understanding of the wider world and helping advance the plot? Because I'm going to be honest here, I'm getting really bored really fast of Moriarty, you know, constantly looking at pressed clovers and looking dour and all that. I'm like... It's the same shit again as Frank's. Like, you know, get to the point. Give us something more. Constantly reminding us that there's dark shit going on with, and I again must stress this because it's part of the baggage of the Sherlock mythos that they've imported wholesale in here. James Moriarty having dark shit going on. I'm like, yeah, duh. We got anything else? <laughs> you know, does this does this bar serve anything other than tap water? Can, can we get a move on here? Like, I, I I don't mind character-driven episodes like this in general or in a vacuum if they, you know, help enhance a character who is integral to the plot, give us more of an understanding of them. And that is not happening here. I mean, at least not as far as I can tell now. Like, I didn't even remember who Kobayashi was until this episode started because his appearances thus far have been completely perfunctory. 
it doesn't you know bring us any more info on Watson's like you know own case that he's given to Sherlock. It doesn't um, advance the Jack the Ripper stuff. Jack the Ripper's not mentioned at all. And Moriarty again, like we get reminded that there's some deep dark bad shit going on with him. Thanks a bunch. I already know that. Like you know, is this is is like the show stuttering like a vinyl that's been put on wrong at an angle? You know, do you want to reset the needle on it, perhaps? So, I like the episode in a vacuum. But we're now six episodes in. I can't tell you what the heck the plot of the show even is. I can't tell you, like, you know, anything more than I really knew in the first two episodes, once we figured out Watson's, like, you know, whole background. Right. Um, I don't know anything more, really, about Moriarty's stuff. Like, I'm not saying, again, that all these things need to be revealed in full right now, but you're juggling three different plots here, and you've given us very, very little. I, I'm not, like, a, a, a show like this, like, if it wants to give us these character episodes, it should, if it's not going to develop the plot, make us want to come back and check in with the characters later. But yeah. Kobayashi is a secondary character. And he's a secondary character whose involvement thus far has been very minimal. So, I have no real enthusiasm, like, outside mm-hmm. of, of course, watching this for the podcast, to come back next week based on how I responded to this episode. I wasn't like, hey, I want to see more of this. Whereas I did with Lucy. Like, I watched Lucy's episode and I came away thinking, hey, I'd like to see more of this stuff with her relationship with her sister. Uh, But Kobayashi's, like, little arc here is resolved. And that's it. Yeah, like, that's... I'm along the same lines as you. uh, Because I... uh, I didn't think this was a bad episode. But I also didn't come away from it feeling any kind of excitement um for the show i guess you could argue it was like more of a world building exercise like um about kabuki cho and you know the irregulars and the criminals uh the 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 yakuza the bad yakuza's like sugimono and um and focus on kobayashi specifically to build him up but you know like you said like i don't know it's tricky because this episode is meant to get you to like him, but I it's like that there's this threshold that they've crossed already where I don't really feel like I can muster up the energy and incentive to care that much about liking him, mm-hmm. you know? Um, because we're given a couple of pretty su- sweet moments here. Like, um, oh, the Bangus stuff is that great. He, yeah, yes, with the Osamu Tezuka character, you know, the, um, why are you doing this for me? Oh, because uh, everyone around me has given up on life except for you, so I want you to continue to dream. And then he got to, later on, like, become a, a published mangaka. That was really great. Um, the fact that he cares about the kids at all. Um, like, I didn't think, I don't know, I found it interesting that the detectives actually give a shit about the Irregulars, besides, even besides Moriarty, like, the rest of the house actually seems to like them and care like if they're doing well, which is kind of interesting and, and cool. Um, but and it, it was nice at the time. It was like an aw, warm feeling, but like there's, there's not really, I don't know. There's not really anything more to it than that for me hmm. with Kobayashi. I don't know. Um, I just was left like I said, without uh, th- th- there wasn't like the same kind of hook I had with with Lucy and Mary, um, where I was still interested despite their story having 
their their little dilemma last episode having wrapped up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm 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 pretty much with you. I mean, and and the larger story. I mean, we get the clover thing where he act. Uh, did he accidentally Moriarty step on the clover? I don't really know. He he might have done, but um, again, like Moriarty's like you know collecting clovers because they're of his sister or something. I'm like. I don't care anymore for these, like, you know, really, really, like, you know, brief reminders of a thing that we already know. I know yeah. that perhaps maybe that's my impatient speaking and, you know, you're free to... No, 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 It's, look, we're a quarter of the way through the show. We're halfway through the first core. I think it's entirely fair to expect more than... Clover. You, you know... Look at this clover. You know, you know what I just settled for? If I were doing this episode, instead of a clover, I would have had Moriarty pull out a picture of her so we can at least know what she looks like. That's all that would have been needed. That would have been enough. Mm. But we just yeah. got a repeat of something we already know. So, I know. And that bothers yeah. me. Yeah. And it, I should add, by the way, something else. Maybe we're honest. missing something, right? I mean, maybe, maybe it means something to someone. I don't know. I actually looked up Four Leaf Clovers the previous time that we did this to try and find if there was any hidden meaning to them or symbology, but I couldn't find anything. But there's something else I need Your to mention. Your luck has run out. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. Uh, but there's something else I need to mention. Like, the pre- the, like putting character-driven episodes into a show is also a function of a show's, like, narrative arc. Like, if you've ever seen, like, and there's a graph, I think, that's been passed around on Twitter and social media in the past, which relates to the narrative arc of the first Star Wars movie. You have, you know, rising tension, action, downtime. Rising tension, action, downtime. Repeat ad nauseum with greater peaks and troughs as we go along. I mean, you can map that over a lot of films and a lot of television that uh, happen these days. So to go back to Franks, we had a six-episode build-up, mostly focused on around episode five, because episode five was the best one of the show, building up to this giant fight that happens between the Klaxosaurs and our heroes in episode six. Now, in fact, that went so far as to, like, you know, climax that point, it felt to me like the end of the actual season, but it wasn't. But here's the point I'm making. There was... Following that arc, downtime was welcome. It doesn't mean it was good in the end. Well, I mean, we've all had we've had plenty of problems with Frank, you and I, but downtime was merited. It made sense yeah. from a dramatic perspective to have that. But, but, in Sherlock's case, we've had no escalation at this point, you know, to merit the downtime where we have these character-focused episodes. The show has been entirely sizzle at this point. There's been, like, we've had no build-up to a big moment and then this downtime. And it doesn't even need, the big moment doesn't even need to be related to the downtime. I'm just saying that we've just simply had nothing of that sort up until now. And that's why I feel also dissatisfied with it, because I'm thinking, like, when is it picking up? That's a great question. I would like to know that. So it's um, not it's not just a case of simply, like, can we, can, sorry, go on. Can we put the show on hold until it picks up? <laughs> oh no, we can't. Look, no, 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 no. But like, that's the point. Like, simply putting a character-focused episode in in a wider show, it like, it's fine. But you need to place it appropriately. And I'm willing to wager that I could probably, unless there's some more uh, Kobayashi stuff later, um, you know, I wager you could probably remove this episode around without consequence. In fact, I'll tell you for free. 
because of how, like, you know, inconsequential, like, the overall results of this episode was, I could probably slot this before episode three without anyone noticing. If I told you that it went episode one, two, six, three, four, five, you'd probably have no idea. Because the continuity, like, it, like what you need to know prior, apart from who Kobayashi is, that's it. Do, uh, do the kids call this filler, I think? I think they do. And and I, like I say, it's good filler. That's we, probably harsh. Cause, no, um... it, it, no, it really is. It is filler. And th- the thing is, it wouldn't be filler um, if, you know, we had that downside built up, as I mentioned. Um, but we haven't. So, I don't know. Like That's why I feel so dissatisfied with what I, in a vacuum, appreciate as being a decent, if not good, episode. Because... We have everything else that the show's pointed out and made apparent up until this point, and it's not doing anything with it. There was no mystery this episode. No, no Rakugo. Interesting. Nope, no Rakugo. In fact, I don't even think we got a recap of the of the like mystery solving process. It was very no. bare, and it was just pretty much Kobayashi and like you know Sugimoto doing you know mixing it up, right. Um, also, apparently, Kobayashi is so hard-headed that he can have a bowling ball dropped on him without dying. Like, how he doesn't... How he is not dead or without, like, you know, catastrophic brain damage is beyond me. I mean, I have a sister who's a doctor, and I'd be willing to wager that if I said to her, what do you reckon the effect would be of having a bowling ball dropped in your head? She'd say, best-case scenario, induced coma. Worst-case scenario... Well, uh, off to the funeral directors. Instant death, yeah. And, and I, I'm not mocking the show or taking the piss out. I just found that funny. Uh, I should stress, by the way, like there were little moments that were amusing, like the uh, flying headbutt that Sugimoso delivers. That was cross pretty... counter. Yeah, the cross when he counter. He goes across the counter yep. to headbutt him. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so two, two elements I think might make it not filler. Um, one being the the flashbacks to Kobayashi mm-hmm. because this would be the, probably the only episode where you can get that if if later that informs his character right mm-hmm. um the other one being the the top yakuza boss has another kind of established connection to another one of the detectives mm-hmm. um that might be important later depending on how he goes cuz you're just kind of slowly Seeing how he's connected to every single person, besides Sherlock, in the so far, in the um in the detective house, I think will be how it plays out because we got Watson, we got Lucy, and by Lucy Mary, and mm. uh, now we have Kobayashi. Uh, wouldn't shock me if um, the neat freak detective and also Mrs. Hudson get episodes and, in the uh, future where Ri- they're connected to him and uh, Richard or AKA Dicky Bell. Oh yeah, right the the, the ex cop. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh God! If we get if we get like a scene of him smoking a cigarette at a police table, like you know, interrogating someone, I could <laughs> I could just see it happening now in my in my future. Um. So yeah. Um. I don't really know what else to say about this episode other than just to point out that, like, say, I liked it. I think that you know, even the arc itself, like the story, if it were fleshed out more, could be. Uh, quite engaging but i also should note that like uh kobayashi's like you know change of heart from give me my money you little strike you lanky streak of piss uh you know when he's like that the arc from that to him you know maybe potentially even falling in love with him given his reaction but we don't know more than that like 
that was to me felt like bullet points like one two three sure. done and if that was much more fleshed out or dare i even say call me crazy what if you know the entire episode was about him you know debating that with himself and it was present day the manga car had not fled yet and then we had a second episode later in the series one where we pick that up again you know with the threats of like you know someone coming to get kobayashi because of what he's done that could be interesting but to me this just feels like a a, a story that could have potential squashed to fit a, a short runtime that yeah. takes out all of the meat from it like it feels very boneless well because um be- because i think if we take the six episodes that we've gotten and look at the tone of each of them, the outlier is the first one. Mm. Um, the rest of them seem to have been like appropriating uh, and, and deploying like a more kind of bouncy, lighthearted tone. And the story that you just mentioned, while good and something I would have liked to have seen, probably wouldn't fit the tone they were going for with the rest of it. Maybe they shouldn't open the first episode then with that kind of tone, as I complained when we talked about the uh-huh. first episode. Like, uh-huh. first episodes are important, folks, for a couple of reasons. You know, like, I don't know, uh, setting the stage, laying the table. <laughs> and if you're going to open, again, to beat the dead horse here, uh, sorry, folks, you know, I'll send it to the glue factory eventually so I don't, I'll stop talking about it. Uh, if you're going to open with... You know, woman with her never regions cut off. Uh, that leaves an impression, an impression yeah. one does not shake easily. The angel wings drawn in blood behind her on the ground. Yeah, yep. that's um totally not strawberry jam. Reference referencing, you know, known serial killers. <laughs> or so, or yeah. studying Scarlet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean. I don't have any real takeaways from this episode. Like in Lucy's episode, for example, there was like, you know, the warning of, you know, he who, you know, sheep among wolves and all that, you know, be careful what you become if you spend too much time in an environment like Kabukicho. And also the world building they gave, like it was a dangerous place. I mean, establishing that the Yakuza boss was there was a good thing to do in Lucy's episode, but now bringing him in again, say he's related to uh, Kobayashi, I, that just passed right over me. Like, hmm. He is, in fact, it's the same plot point. He gets stiffed out of money and he gets Uh. it paid back, and that's the end of it. If I were doing this, again, um, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry for the arrogance that comes with that presumption. (laughs) I really am. But if I were doing this, maybe I would have portrayed the mob boss differently this time around because he's not dealing with a woman. Now, you might say, well, sexism and all that, but then again, characters can be flawed and all that. So maybe he does something, you know, pretty nasty to Kobayashi as punishment for what he's done. To show that, okay, in that case, he was reasonable. In this case, not so much. But he's, and, he's nice man, Yakuza. He's he's your your nice papa. He's a, he's Yakuza is in from the Yakuza series, you know. He's, he's you know, he, he, he looks after the kids and all that. But, That's right. I mean, I just really feel, honestly, like watching this show, that it could be so much more than it is. And uh-huh. that's even when it's doing the best that it's done thus far. Um, well, second best, I suppose, compared to the one with Lucy in the previous episode. Uh-huh. And that, to me, feels like such a shame. I mean, I've, wa- I've watched shows this year that have been terrible for a variety of reasons, and even those, I certainly felt to myself, you know what, they could be more. Even with a concept as daft as soda cans that turn into women. Like, that could have been, <laughs> been more. Or, you know... 
the classic isekai scenario, except the protagonist is a complete bellend. You can do things with that. Nothing's like, you know, unsalvageable or, in, you know, un- inviolate. You can do things, great things with all sorts of stories. I think the protagonist being a bellend is part of the classic isekai premise at this point. Uh, probably, but again, you can still you can still do something with that. I of mean, you, you know what? They did do something that was called ReZero. He was a bellend. And, uh, Indeed. But, well, you and I have got a lot to talk about that when season two comes out, but we'll save that for the future. Oh, man. We're going to have words. I forgot that was the thing. Yeah. We're going to have words, you right. and I, lad. So, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like watching this show that I can see so many different things they could be doing with it that don't require massive changes to the characters or anything like that, or the world. Just to do more with them, to push the pieces around the table, to be more infused about its own concept. I mean, you know what? That's the point. When Sherlock again and, and Watson play so little part in the story and we don't even get the Rakugo for which the show is named for, does that not speak of a lack of enthusiasm about the core premise to you? That's the the Rakugo thing is the thing that makes this take of Sherlock unique, apart from the fact that he seems to enjoy seafood in his coffee. Or lun- <laughs> we got the fish again. Or, or mis- <laughs> Lunch or- X. Yeah, or Mystery Food X, yeah. Coming back from Persona 4. <laughs> like, I mean, that to me just says, we're not really all that bothered about our own premise here, even though it's the one thing that makes us stick out from other Sherlock interpretations and adaptations. When the show itself is not exactly, you know, screaming to me, hey, pay attention to me and all the good things that I can do, uh, I take notice. And... I feel very disappointed by that. Do you think the sticker is significant? No. The camel was it? Was the tracking device? I I can't also remember. Also a camel sticker because I, I can't. I can't remember. remember. I can't. I can't remember. But <laughs> but again, and if, then he was Sherlock was playing the app on his phone of the camel. Oh, camel rack ago. Yeah, whatever the fuck that was. Nah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. Why is he like, I but don't the, understand. But the, the thing is, if that is the same thing, though, again, that's like donate. Sorry, that's like, you know, uh, holding keys up in front of a cat or something like that. Like, hey, pay attention uh-huh. to this thing. There needs to be some substance to it. Like, I, ugh. all right. Okay. I've got not much more else to add about the episodes. I like I say, it was okay. It was fine. It feels like episode four, except it was actually about a character that I care about. Well, well, not really, but care about at least somewhat, as opposed to not at all. I just want to know where his Dragon Maid is. Oh, I, now you're making me watch Dragon Maid again. <laughs> that was a show that had a lot of problems in it. Well, not a lot of problems. It had one problem specifically, one particular character who I absolutely hated with a fiery burning passion. But the rest of it was delightful. And again, I'm, now that I've mentioned that, I'm thinking back to that time I wrote about Dragon Maid and Aka 13, and now it brings it back to Aka 13. I'm thinking, I'm getting that vibe from Sherlock where I just don't care. Yeah. And that's a bad mood to be in. At least if it was something that I could be angry about, like where I could go, holy shit, did you see this stupid moment where the characters are morons? Like like in Frank's, funnily enough. You know, like stuff that I could get annoyed about. I would at least be infused about it. But if I have no enthusiasm, positive or negative, that, as I've said in the ACA 13 uh, article I did all those years ago, that to me is more damning than actual negative criticism. And maybe that's funnily enough matches with the percentage you mentioned from the uh, from the site yeah. earlier, where yeah. 
half people just don't like you know it's half enough whatever yeah you know at least i, I agree like uh, with your kind of meh feeling about it your your unenthusiasm i don't think unenthusiasm is a word but it's not like we dislike like really dislike this episode or even hate the show at this point because like you said there's pieces there that could um still have plenty of time to be formed into something um compelling it just hasn't done that uh so far and even the episodes that have been like you know nice like uh one of them uh was was really good and the other one like really just left us pretty lukewarm so yeah i think the show's got uh, its work cut out for it right now to um to get good as, as they say <laughs> in the fine community get That's good right. son don't be yeah sherlock is a scrub both the show and the character <laughs> yeah. i can't see him being good at fighting games despite how smart he is ah uh, yeah i he'd be bad at execution but good at the at the mind games more than likely more than likely um and beyond that i don't have much else to add do you have anything else you want to add doc i think we have an, one more patron question from uh ayla oh um, she Good asks, uh, do you think the Yakuza boss has a former or current relationship with Sherlock, family, or Oh otherwise? my god, I'm so sorry I missed that. Uh, no, you're right. I can't, I'm going to say I, no. I, I can't answer that because I there's no information to go on one way of or the course, other. Of course, yes. Uh, Just as a pure speculative theory, I'm going to say no, and that is why he is... That that's sort of his ulterior motive. I'm gonna posit for being super nice and getting owed favors from all these people in the detective houses because he wants to get close to Holmes somehow. I'm gonna. I've actually just had a theory, and I'll pitch this out there for you. What if um, you recall that Sherlock was denied, like you know, two slides under a Rakio master? What if that? Oh. What if that was the fault of the mob boss? What if it had nothing to do with Sherlock's actual skill perceived thereof? Like, it's like, no, this this guy, you know, you work for us, Mr. Rakugo man, but he's also, like, you know, super smart and he's doing detective work on the side and we can't afford that liability. What if the, uh, what if the Yakuza boss is the Rakugo master? Ooh. That would, you know what? I would actually be entirely okay with that if he had those like, like two personalities yeah. thing going like Sherlock does, but he uses it to decide what to do with his minions. Like, okay, uh, <laughs> okay, Bill, uh, Bill, I've just had a thought. I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to take uh, my flunky's arm here, you know, because he lost all that money gambling, gambling away my money. I'm going to take it. I'm going to put it for a wood chipper. What do you think? Like, no, 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 no. Wood chippers are expensive. Listen, listen, Jim, Jim. I I know I know you love a good wood chipper. I know you do. I know you're a fan of farm equipment and heavy machinery, but we really can't do that. We we we've got to do something a bit more restrained than that. Um I mean, how about for example, you know, we oh, I don't know. Put a blowtorch to him. Yeah, blowtorches. I love those. I love saying things on fire. Don't you, Bill? No, no, no. And then they just have that. I don't know. I don't know. Like it could just that could be interesting, and it would be quite terrifying if done appropriate as well for the actual flunkies. You know, uh, it, it would. Um, it'd be it something. Run, <laughs> yeah, right. It would be. It would run counter to the theory I just posed, but I'd be fine with it. 
mm. uh, I think. So I could see either one of those. If I will be a little disappointed, I think, if he just has the same kind of connection to Sherlock as he does everyone else, you know? What Sherlock the... was in some trouble, and the Yakuza <laughs> boss lent, lent him money. And then didn't get paid back. And that's just kind of it, yeah. <laughs> He's a shit Yakuza boss, if I'm quite honest. <laughs> he can't get anyone to pay their dues to him. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Kobayashi paid him back. And did, did but, Lucy pay him back? I think oh, Lucy paid him back. After working at, the, you know, the uh, club. Oh, yes. And, yes. As and for, Kobayashi as for, worked it off at construction. Yeah, but he didn't do his original job that he should have done. Like, here's the no, thing I want no. you to do. Oh, you didn't do it. Well, you can pay it back anyway. Like, oh, come on. You got to start saying so examples. Like, uh, yeah, so... Okay, never mind. I just answered my own question. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Oh, dear. Uh, okay. Do you have, um, do you have any other points you want to bring up, Doc? No, thank you, Blinkaji and Ayla. For yeah, thank you. Patreon I'm questions. so sorry, by the way, I missed your question there, Ayla. That was just—I don't know if that's just fatigue or like in general, or if my brain is just like you know turning into liquid. Maybe it's the Alzheimer's. I'm, I'm willing to possibly bet on the Alzheimer's. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for putting your questions. Was if you happen to be, as I say, one of those five people, uh, not including ourselves, who are watching Sherlock and would like to ask us questions week on week about it, uh, feel free to have a look at our Patreon. You get yourself signed up, you know, for up to $5. Ask us uh, questions. I think it's the $3 tier and higher that allows that. Am I right, Doc? You are correct, sir. Yep. So for $3 minimum, you can ask us questions week on week. It could be anything you want. You can ask us who's the best waifu, and you can then say it's got to be the men, though. You can do anything like that that you want. <laughs> Indeed, yep. indeed. You can, like, ask, you can ask us if you we know. would drink, you know, a calamari coffee. <laughs> the answer's no. No, never. I don't drink this because I don't drink coffee, but calamari, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we yeah, had to assign fate classes to the Sherlock detectives, what would they be? Oh. You know, <laughs> any question is fair game. <laughs> For some reason, when you said that, I just imagined a visual novel. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I think I'm going insane. Um, oh my god! Unlimited Sherlock works. Unlimited Sherlock's. <laughs> Sherlock's feel. You, you know, I'm actually. Oh, oh, eh, eh, eh. Oh, I, I never thought I would. I never thought I would taste. You know pure agony as i just did then like it just came <laughs> my throat just for a little second like like that little feeling like surprise bitch i was like no no i don't want that no. so uh th- thank thanks for that mental image doc um i'm no actually problem. you know what you know what's actually kind of strange now that i think about it why has sherlock holmes never appeared in fake canon it's a great question i mean when people if people want to say well he's a fictional character i'd like to point out that the assassin in a uh, unlimited blade works was also a fictional character like indeed, if there's one thing I've learned watching Fate, and I know we're not talking about Sherlock again, but fuck it, I'll round this up by saying much. Like the Grail does not give two shits for your preconceptions or notions; it will do what it damn well pleases. Hero from the future, fine. Fictional hero, fine. Like it don't care. the The Grail, the Grail does as the Grail wants. It's true. Um, was do we know if Hercules was real? Uh. Well, is Heracles... I'm not 100% sure. I, 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 well, the thing is, but that's also a point, like, a lot of the fake characters are from myth, myth anyway. 
So, I mean, I'll I'll be I'll just say though, like you know, if there's an English dub, at least then get Kevin Sorbo to voice Berserker. Thank fuck for that anti-vaccine prick that he is. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I suppose we should move on, so we will wrap up presently. Uh, that's going to be it for this week's second stream. Thank you very much for listening, for checking us out. Uh, patrons, we love you. Come on in here. Come here. Get in here. We're going to give you a us. hug right now through the podcast. I'm reaching. I'm reaching. Big I'm hug. probably going to break uh, my desk doing it. Oh, shit. No. Yep. Pat, pat, pat. There it is. There is it, is. It, is this like a group hug of like, you know, collective, like, soothing? We'll it get is. through this. <laughs> we will. We're going to make it. All right. Me and you, we're going to we're gonna get through it. Take courage. Take heart. We're going we're we'll, to make we'll, it to the finish line. We'll get to the bottom of the mystery that is Sherlock, the show. Not I'm going to get one. you home. Do, whatever do, it takes. Don't you mean get you homes? <laughs> oh, it's too God easy. The puns are too good. Uh... But if you're listening to this uh, two weeks into the future uh, and you're not a patron, as Shadon said, you could subscribe over at patreon.com slash $5 tier will get you this show and future second streams. Uh, in addition to all other sorts of bonus content, early access, Discord roles, etc., etc. Check it out. Um, if you uh, are not a patron and you still want to help us out in some way for free, first of all, you're valid. We love you. No no shame, no shame, Absolutely. no judgment. Uh, you could subscribe to us on Twitter. Actually, subscribe is not the right word. Follow. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, f- SoundCloud follow. Uh, you can share our stuff. Leave us an Apple Podcast review. Five stars, please. And uh, yeah, just let us know how we're doing on Twitter. You can email us at waruidesho at gmail. Etc. Etc. You Google us, you'll find us. Um, but otherwise, that's it. Shadon, if if people want to get at you, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at Shaden Ten Seven on Twitter, and I'm willing to talk about pretty much any topic there is, um, save for politics. Just not right now, please. Good God, <laughs> not right now. I deal with enough of it in work. Holy shit! Uh, but that's a discussion. Oh, wow. oh that's boy, you have to tell me about how that goes. Okay. Uh, it, it, <laughs> it goes. It goes. Uh, and also, please don't, please don't talk to me about like you know, mouse or anything. Any of the other shit shows I've reviewed. Like, I'm just, I just want my mind to be, a, be, be clear. You know, pure by the, by the year's end. I've seen some shit. Believe me. Oh boy, wait, we're right there with you. Um... You can find me at the Subtle Doctor on Twitter, um, or if you're a patron in the Discord. And I think that wraps up the plugs and the final bits and bobs. So, uh, for Shadon, I'm the Subtle Doctor, and uh, we will see you next time. Embrace each other, everyone, to the ends of the universe. Good night. Good night.